Hello, I'm Leslie Tolbert, Regents Professor in Neuroscience at the University of Arizona, and this is Arizona Science. With me today is Roger Miesfeld, head of the Department of Chemistry and Biochemistry at the UA, and an expert in applying molecular biological and other approaches to understanding and controlling mosquitoes that can act as vectors of human disease. Welcome, Roger. Thank you. Glad to be here. The mosquito-borne spread of the Zika virus has put mosquitoes front and center in the news right now. Tell us how mosquitoes act as vectors of human disease, transmitting harmful viruses from one person to another. So mosquitoes are dependent on a blood meal. The reason they're dependent on a blood meal is because when they're larvae, unlike caterpillars or butterflies, the mosquito needs to feed on a blood meal to get protein to make eggs. And the actually the larvae and the pupa are small, and so she feeds on a blood meal. And the viruses and the plasmodium malarial pathogen, they take advantage of that because they know that the mosquito needs to feed on blood. They infect human hosts or animals. And the mosquito then is uh, unwittingly transmitting that, that pathogen from one host to the next. She uses the blood meal to, uh, to have energy to make eggs. She makes about 100 eggs after three days, lays those eggs, and then bites another person about two days later. So in her two to three week uh, lifespan, she's probably uh, laid four clutches of eggs, about 100 eggs, that's 400 eggs. So in her mind, uh, she's just trying to get the energy she needs because as a caterpillar, as a larvae, she didn't get enough energy. So that's how it works. And in your mind, you'd like to decrease the likelihood that she can transmit that disease. Um, can you tell us um, how you're doing this? If you're not aiming to just eradicate mosquitoes, then how do you propose to block their ability to do this without harming other species as you do that? Yes, yeah, so the mosquito is, uh, of course, a pest. We see mosquitoes all the time, but in, in areas where disease transmission like dengue or Zika or chikungunya virus are being spread rapidly, it's because the mosquito population is so large. So it's been proven over really hundreds of years that if you can decrease the mosquito population when there's a big uh, upswing in the human pathogen, then the, the disease stops to be cycling back and forth. So our focus is she takes a blood meal, she digests it, and she makes eggs. So where in that uh, two days to three days is there a vulnerability where she just uh, is at the mercy of some metabolic process? So we've begun to use uh, gene targeting techniques to knock down certain genes, and uh, then we find a gene or a protein that really is critical, and then we go and collaborate with chemists to make uh, biosafe and hopefully mosquito-selective small molecules that uh, can be put in the bed nets or put in the sprayers or, or used conventionally, um, but uh, target something other than neuroscience or neurobiology, which is shared by many organisms. So we target the blood metabolism, and uh, we think we found a few things. And uh, in some cases, uh, she doesn't finish the blood meal and can't lay eggs. In other cases, she dies. And in one case we found recently, the eggshells aren't formed, so there's no embryo, there's no, there's no offspring. So it's exciting. And the genes that control those special features in the uh, mosquito's life cycle are different from similar genes, I, I'm Correct. assuming, so, in other so species? Correct. So we, uh, we uh, have taken the same approach as others in which using uh, computational biology and bioinformatics and gene sequencing to really ask the question, are there genes that mosquitoes have evolved rapidly uh, to make them somewhat unique? And we found them, as other people have as well. Uh, and so in the malaria uh, Anopheles mosquito, there are genes involved in ability to find hosts or to, or to fertilize. And in Aedes aegypti, which is the mosquito we're talking about, 
about that transmits Zika virus and dengue virus and Chikungunya virus. Yes, sure enough, she also has genes that have evolved rapidly. And why they've evolved rapidly probably has to do with her lifestyle. Um, the eggs that uh, Aedes aegypti females lay are uh, resistant to desiccation for months. That gives her an advantage. Uh, so we think we found uh, some genes that evolved so rapidly in that mosquito that her eggs are unique. And if we can target those genes, uh, then we have a chance to, uh, at, in times of disease transmission, knock down her ability to lay viable eggs. It's just amazing that, that there's this fast evolution that, that allows this kind of um, physiology to take hold. So how will what you're doing um, lead to um, something that doesn't just eradicate uh, whole species, but um, in particular targets uh, the mosquitoes in areas that we're most uh, concerned about, especially right now. Correct. So, so I think the, the way to think about it is that we, um, we want to look at areas where disease transmission is a problem, uh, take advantage of uh, new technologies to uh, really get in there and try to break the cycle between the human and the mosquito. There are transgenic models that are currently being developed that have been used in some countries, and uh, those appear to work. But you also need to complement that with uh, more standard conventional uh, ways to, uh, to control mosquitoes. Last thing you want to do is kill the honeybees. Um, that's a problem. So, so we think the genes that we focused on are, um, there's no doubt they're mosquito specific. Uh, if we can find ways to target them in, in a way that's safe, then I think we have an ability to really go in and add to the repertoire of, um, of tools that are out there already. So it's a multi-pronged approach that's going Absolutely. to be most gonna, effective. It's going to take more than one. Mosquito is a sneaky little bugger. And, uh, and so what you need to realize is that it's just like antibiotic resistance. If you, everyone throws penicillin at everything, eventually evolution is going to win. So uh, we think that our contribution is to come up with a platform to develop new compounds that target blood meal metabolism and uh, come up with uh, multiple ones so that we can use them wisely. Well, we're all hoping your techniques work. Thanks very much, Roger. You're welcome. Listen to this and all Arizona Science Conversations at azpm.org slash Arizona Science. I'm Leslie Tolbert.